Yerp, it's your boy Jose, and uh, we're coming at you with another disclaimer this week. We're going to put it right at the top of the episode before you listen, just to let you guys know about the audio issues that we're going through currently. Um, we are working at trying to fix it. I know we said that last week, but believe us this week, I think we found a way to fix it. So for the next upcoming episode, it should not be this way. Um, thank you guys for listening. And without further ado, here's episode 17. Three, two, one, What up, guys? Welcome to the Broken Burke Podcast. And this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we still haven't really decided on what we're gonna keep saying in the intro, but I guess it'll just come naturally, right? Eventually. We'll yeah. think of we'll think of something. Uh we know the direction that this podcast is going. Don't do not worry, your captains will will steer you. Yeah, steer we'll steer you. you to success yeah or victory in the right wherever it is that yeah. you want to go we'll take you there like sean kingston <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get there follow us yes on all I, social media platforms yeah, on all social media platforms twitter instagram uh not facebook because no no one really uses uh it. but yeah and breaker and breaker <laughs> yeah, but yeah I had never heard of <laughs> it was you've never heard so of. we started the podcast yeah and, like, I, uh, somehow someone from Breaker hears us and they're like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, You're well, off then, our platform then. Then we're taking you guys off. Off our fucking platform that not too many people have heard about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Breaker. We appreciate you. What about if this is the most exposure they've ever gotten? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, these guys uh, really pulling through. Here's a, you know, sponsorship for, yeah. <laughs> for a fucking, you know, for a piece of lint. And <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're, we're being so rude let us introduce ourselves yeah. uh i'm your boy jose and i'm Raphael. <laughs> and today uh we're just gonna look back at the past year mm-hmm. you know see what we played i know uh we started off this podcast right at the middle not even at the middle like towards the tall end of this year <clears throat> like we're, we're 17 episodes in at this point i believe we started in september so, you know, like, there was a lot of stuff that, like, a lot of people don't really know what our opinions are about, but, um, I guess we're just gonna review a lot of the things that we did kind of play this year, yeah. and regardless if they came out this year or not, you know. Just, uh, I don't know, yeah, just looking back at what we had fun with, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that won't be the only stuff. I'm sure we'll go on some kind of rant here or there. You of know, course, yeah. Uh, you know, with uh, assuming we get like some something to you know to set us off or something like that. There's no script, baby. Yeah, no there's script no today. fucking script. So we're just off the cuff. Off the cuff, baby. Oh. Uncensored and raw. Always off the cuff. <laughs> bringing you the, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bringing you the real, real. This is gonna be a rough, like you know, reference to make. But uh, you you know the journalist uh, Geraldo Rivera, right? Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> What, do you have a secret room somewhere, too? <laughs> so, so a wall I got to knock down back here? <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, uh, there, at some point in the 80s, this uh, Geraldo Rivera felt like he had, like, such a crazy scoop on his hands. And he fucking got, like, network television and everything to back this, where he was like, yo, we found one of Al Capone's fucking safes. We found it, and we're going to open it on live TV, uncensored, unscripted. Whatever comes out of that safe comes out of the safe. Boy. <laughs> Turned out to be fucking nothing. Nothing. I... <laughs> and he's just sitting there with, like, the biggest look of eating shit on his face. Boy. When it's nothing but, like, empty beer bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And Al Capone was like, oh, this is just where we fucking chilled. <laughs> this is where we <laughs> macked, bro. <laughs> you thought there was going to be money in here? Psych. 
But, uh, yeah, if you've never seen this before, definitely look it up on YouTube. Wait, was this what you were going to reference? Yeah, that's the reference. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> the commercials to it are, like, uncensored. Un- you know, whatever comes out of that vault comes out of there. <laughs> and it, it turns out to be literally fucking nothing. nothing. So <laughs> That look on his face was fucking priceless, bro. <laughs> priceless. Oh, man. Yeah, y'all should go watch that. Yes. If you want some good laughs. But, fuck Geraldo Rivera. He's never done a damn thing for gaming. This is true. <laughs> Apparently. So, uh, let's start off with, I guess, uh, you know, what are some, like, good experiences you've had this year? Like, gaming this year? experiences. Gaming experiences? Some things that you could look back at where it's just like, it's not my favorite. It's not the worst, but... yeah. I mean, I've had some games sitting in my library for like a minute, but like mm. they're games that I do want to go back to, yeah, and tend to go back to. But we know how that goes sometimes, of course. Uh, or we don't go back to, to them sometimes. <laughs> uh, what I've played this year that I have enjoyed that stuck with me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alien Isolation. All right. Uh, which is a good game. Uh, I, I, I I'm a huge Alien fan. It took me forever to finally get around to play this this game, and this is this. It's a good game. It's what a, an alien game should have been. Yes. Uh, I would love to see a good, you know, Marines and Aliens game, but like that's not gonna that's, work out. Yeah, it's probably never gonna happen. Um, what else, man? Have I played? Uh, yeah, man. Nothing else that really jumped out to me. Mm. Uh, I did play like Wastelands two. Mutant, uh, year, mutant year zero, right? Year zero or year one or some, something, something like that. Like that. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to like disrespect the developers of this game or anything like that. It's a phenomenal game. It's a good game. I absolutely love what they did with it. The uh, XCOM game, right? Yeah. Really this one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else, man? Some Gears. Gears 5. I know we gushed about that for a long time. Um, or at least I gushed about that for a long time. I, Ooh, I really yeah, tried to we... tell myself not to fucking talk about it anymore. Hey, that's what started it <clears> all, <throat> man. Right? We were right in the middle right. of that. We, were, yeah. we, we started that playthrough of Gears 5, and we were like, we're finally going to do this podcast. We're doing this podcast, we're bro. We're going to do it. And like, the first few episodes are like, I really like Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us, us being super nervous yeah. on the mic. I really like the game. It's awesome. It's phenomenal. Blah, blah, blah. It's great. <laughs> that aside, that all that, all the all that aside, though, it, it's it is it is a decent. It's a decently good game. So yeah, I, I I do give it credit for for you know for for what it is. Um, not much else, man. No. Um, I think um the best game though so far that I have played this year. Uh, that that, that just sticks out, and just because I had. I, played every night I, I get home is Call of Duty. Mm. Uh, Modern Warfare, the new one that came out. Um, because it, for me anyway, it, it very much feels like what we've been looking for in, you know, uh, a Call of Duty game. Because we haven't gotten a good Call of Duty game in years, oh, man. Yeah. And this has been that uh, for me. It can use a few fixes with some things, but like other than that, man, I play it every fucking night. I have not played a, call, a COD game like th- like this for a very long time. Wow. Like one that, good, I, yeah. one that I get on every night and play, mm-hmm. you know? I, I mean, I knew something was up with this game once I, uh, like, you know, at our job, like we mentioned before, we work at a smoke shop. Uh, so we interact with customers, like, all the time, mm. you know? <clears throat> And a lot of these customers that would be at least somewhat into games or all the way up to like, hey, you, like, you, you're like you a crazy gamer. I know what your backlog is. Not gatekeeping, not gatekeeping here or anything mm-hmm. like that. But like, you know, there are certain people that are into it a little bit more than, you know, casual gamers. And I felt like unanimously that was probably one of the one of the most like recommended games to me. Whereas people, you know, who knew that I only liked Modern Warfare 2. We're like, oh, well, this is a return to greatness, man. And including you, you've been telling me that. It's been, like, amazing. It's a, it's a great game. Uh, you know, their monetization is, is, is sk- schemey as ever. But, uh, but fuck it, man. You, you can buy the, the, the shit that they got there. Or you can't. At least there's no uh, loot boxes. 
or anything like that. If they just show you what you can get, and if you want to get it, you can get it, okay. which is good. Yeah. I, 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 that's the better route to go when it comes to like loot boxes, I suppose, or you know any microtransactions. Um, what do you think brings it to this point where like a lot of people are seeing it as like, hey, a return to greatness? Like, what what are the factors that really help shape this game? Factors for me, uh, gunplay. Gunplay feels like what it needed to be, what it what what it should what, what it should be, right? Yeah. Uh, so gunplay, sound effects are definitely a lot better. Uh, I played, I think it was Black Ops Three, it was, and all the guns sound the same. All of them mm-hmm. sound the same, and I absolutely hated it. Some people don't even pay attention to that, but when I I I pay attention to those things, this gun doesn't feel unique. Part what well, one of those unique things to a gun is the way it sounds, you know. Mm. So when all the guns sound the same, feel the same, then what am I, what am I doing here? I don't want to play this this thing. But sound effects, uh, the maps was a big deal. I know some people hate the maps, some people love the maps. I'm one of the people that love the maps. It's th- these maps because with a lot of the past Call of Duty games that 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 came out, it was just. It's the three-lane thing. Yeah. You can go left, you can go right, or you can go down the center. And this game just kind of like, well, fuck all that. We're going to do this. And you can get from, you know, from A-side to C-side, however you fucking want. You know, it's it's dope for that reason. That's one of the the things to it, I guess. Yeah. And nothing else, really. Those were, like, my my main important things, I suppose. Mm. All right. I mean... Uh, for me, time to kill too. Yeah, time to kill was a huge issue. I'm sorry, yeah. time to kill was a huge issue with a lot of the past Call of uh, COD games. Time to kill here for me is perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. I got no complaints. So people are in it, but I'm assuming time to kill would be like, hey, how long does it take for this person to go? Down? Right. So people right. are in fucking sponging bullets and shit. They're yeah. not bullet sponges. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense in a game like that. Like you, you definitely want to get that right. Like I feel at least, because that does contribute a lot to how the overall game feels. Yeah. Like if you're sitting there fucking like unloading half a clip on somebody, like and this, and they're still just like ah yeah. Like it, it. I, I can see that not being fun at all. Yeah, that that's something that um and why I haven't been playing it. I I know I said it. Uh, I said it on one of the other episodes, uh, with the. The, the shotguns and, and gears yeah with the, the percentage because it'll show you the percentage of damage that you've done sometimes you won't get that kill and lord knows that the, the time it's going to take in between the shots if it doesn't give you that kill on that 98% no then you're fucked <laughs> you're probably <laughs> fucked but go on but yeah uh, th- uh, this year has been a, a little weird for me with, when it comes to gaming like uh, towards <clears throat> Admittedly, before we started the podcast, uh, I was gaming here and there. When when we did start the co- podcast, I did kind of catch up on a lot of these games that uh, that we we have uh, you know that have come out or or were coming out at the time. So I played a lot of the newer releases that came out. Um, for me, probably one of my one of the best experiences that I had, and this is gonna sound silly. Uh, to a lot of people, but um, I remember I told you the story, right? About me going to Best Buy and I saw a plushie sitting on the shelf of uh, the prince and his Katamari from Katamari Damacy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Hey, I like this plushie. It's a cool little collectible. I've never had something that's physical from Katamari Damacy. So I, I picked it up. It came with a downloadable code for... Uh, the, the Katamari Damacy on the Switch, and which I believe is just a remake or a, a revamp of like the first one on the Switch. And I had such a great time playing that because I just used it as that like decompressing game where like, hey, if shit was really stressful in a certain game, I just shut it off, you know, lay on my bed, play Katamari Damacy until like I can't keep my eyes open and then just knock out. And so I, I made it through that fully, and it made me really appreciate that series again. It's a weird series, but if you ever get the chance to fucking play it, uh, definitely fucking, like, try it. Because it, it's super hard to kind of explain. Like, at one second, you're rolling up little Lego blocks. The next second, you're rolling up an entire town. And all these people are just gonna die all of a sudden. Because <laughs> they all get turned into this fucking star and shit. 
So I thought that was a great thing that they put that on the Switch, and that's really kind of made me appreciate the Switch a little bit more this year, where it's like, there is, um, <clears throat> I think there's a beauty of it, where it's like, now these games are old enough that are getting revamped, to where, like, I could justify a replay of this game and get something different out of it. Whereas, like, Katamari Damacy, I played it when I was probably, like, fucking 16 or something, 16, 17. But now I'm playing it as a 30-year-old, and I'm like, wow, this really was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I can look at it from different eyes, so I definitely appreciate that. Uh, a little off-topic before I keep going, but, like, yeah, they, they, I know there's a Direct coming up soon or something like that. And I just remembered that right now because apparently GameStop, somebody leaked the GameStop SKU list, and there's, like, 15, like, new Nintendo Switch uh, SKUs on there. Uh, so a lot of people are wondering what the hell it's going to be. Uh, wow, we probably should have started off of this. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I just remembered about this. And one of the titles that is, uh, I think, like, almost confirmed that got leaked out uh, was Red Dead Redemption 2 for the Switch, which is, like, What? For the Switch? Yeah, for the Switch. <clears throat> so I don't I, I don't know how valid this is. Like, of course, like, you know, we like to repeat this all the time. We're not insiders or anything like that. Uh, so it's not like we'll have any idea if this is 100% true. But that was a big story this past week where it's just like, people are like, how is this going to work? And they're looking towards the Witcher 3 port and all that stuff. Like, they're like, hey, if the Witcher 3 could work, then Red Dead Redemption 2 could possibly work. But why start at Red Dead Redemption 2? You probably should have started at Red Dead 1. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, how are they... Yeah, how is that going to work? Like, on a graphical level, how is that going to... Is that... Does that have the power to make this happen? What's... <laughs> okay, we do, but yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I've been, I've been seeing my brother-in-law playing the, the, the Witcher 3, and, like, they did downscale, like, the graphics heavily for it, but that's understandable. It's running on a handheld at this point. Like, like you know, like, so I'm guessing it'll be a lot of that. Yeah. It's probably going to be scaled down. It's probably not going to be the beautiful game it was, but functionally, it should kind of be there, right? I mean, I, I don't know personally yeah. how I feel about I, that game being I, I wonder how many people are going to care to... to play it yeah i guess i don't know what its current community is like so are people that have our switch owners gonna want to play it i don't yeah that's i don't know I, I i don't know i've never played i've never played that i did play red dead i yes. do agree they probably should have just started at red dead they should have it would have been easier for the system to handle i feel yeah and it would have been an easier experience for them to be like, all right, we're taking Red Dead from three, from yeah. three sixty. It's just a matter then of just like maybe they're just trying to like go forward just with whatever and you know whatever's hot right now and go forward with that versus wasting any time or resources on probably on an old game maybe. I mean, you could say the same thing about The Witcher, right? Like, I mean, it's that's Witcher three. Yeah, that's true. You know, Is there like, gonna be another Witcher game though? I don't think so. So maybe that's why you might see something like that happen. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Speculating. Speculations, baby. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as other games that I had played, um, <clears throat> I did play Fallen Order. Uh, after thinking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order for a bit, I was like, mm, I'm alright with it. I'm still kind of on the fence about playing a sequel and stuff like that. Uh, but, the, you know, like one of the things that I was remembering about was I, I was glad that I went into this game cold because I'm uh, the appearance of, uh, spoiler alert, like, uh, the appearance of fucking, uh, Darth Vader, uh, kind of just really shocked a lot of people, and it shocked me too, and it was just kind of like, uh, well, this was, you know, handled pretty well as a Star Wars story with just original characters, so the fact that, you know, the final, like, at the end is when you get that dose of, like, oh, well, this is still Star Wars, and this is in this time period, and then he just kind of appears, is a real frightening thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, holy shit, it's Darth Vader. Oh, this takes place, like, after Order 66. He's a Jedi. Alright, I should have probably put two and two together. This is not going to end well for this main character. Uh, but they, they sequel-baited it. Okay, so, yeah, so so did something happen to your character, or is it just literally you you run into him on like the last fifteen minutes of the game, and he just fucking like, bro, Darth Vader fucking sauces you up, bro. He fucking like jukes you, 
Like he he'll just straight up. It's not even a fight that you can fight. He has no health bar. I'll put it this way. Oh, he wow. has no health bar. He's just there. And so you attempt to fight him at first. He fo he force chokes you. You're meant to force pull like a big reactor on the side and push and like just slam it towards him. But then he just turns slightly and grabs that, out forces you, I guess, <laughs> and just fucking throws you to the side and then starts chucking like everything in the room at you. Yeah. Where he just starts warping the floor, starts throwing the tiles and everything. And it just—it was just a good kind of like experience of seeing like, all right, this is Vader. Yeah. At his highest form. He outdicked you, bro. Yeah, he fucking you know. Fucking shit. But then shenanigans happen and you escape and and you know. We we'll have to fight another day. Yeah. Sequel bait. Yeah, this is a total sequel bait, which I'm not too sure if I'm gonna jump into yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, as far as like um, best game of the year for me, um. For that, to be honest, I'm not quite sure. But I, I will tell you, the one game that did resonate with me was probably, like, on some real shit, Gears 5, as much as we talked about it. Uh, I find myself uh, having conversations with, like, coworkers and things like that about it, like, till this day. And I, and I felt like the way that the story matured in this entry. I found myself kind of not really being a huge Gears fan, playing it because it is Gears, but at this point, kind of recommending it to people because I was like, well, this is the best one in the series. And I felt like that was a, a good enough improvement for me uh, throughout, um, you know, th throughout its, its, like, you know, history as a franchise. I felt like it had improved enough. It was good, you know? I don't think Fallen Order or definitely not Death Stranding or anything else that I had, <laughs> you know, that, that, that I have been playing really, like, you know, warrant that title. But again... You know, different strokes for different folks, right? What didn't you? What did you find not liking about FedEx Simulator? <laughs> Yo, we can make this podcast go on for twelve hours. This could be like <laughs> we could we could flip the switch and go on the World Wide Web right now and stream on the and World I can get... <laughs> Wide Web on the www <laughs> the um, it, it, well, I mean, in short. In short, it, it was uh, it for me. Like, it was done. It, it just didn't amount to much. It, it, it's not that it didn't amount to much, but it was just like, um, it was the, the realization of why am I playing this if I find this fucking insanely boring? Like, it felt, and like, I would rather be fucking like <clears throat> trying to fucking pull my eye my eyes from my fucking head then play this game for fucking, yeah. you know, six hours at a time. Like, and, I, and I really felt like it exposed a lot of things within, like, the fan base. It was just, like, people were willing to take Kojima's shit at face value, and if that's all it was, that's all it was. But I, I think even when we started this podcast, we'd been talking about how much the media circus around Death, uh, Death Stranding was off-putting, and turns out, hey, there really was nothing there to talk about. <laughs> and so for me it's the worst game of the year <laughs> it's that ass the worst game of the year what game did get what got best game of the year it was uh, uh, Sekiro. Sekiro yeah Sekiro uh, got game of the year this year and good for them yeah great for them uh, it they is, deserve it yeah they, they do deserve it that game deserves it it looks it looks like a stunning game which I still have not picked up Sekiro uh, that's because, like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for real, you know, calm hours, real chill yeah. hours before I put myself in that stress. But we are at a drought right now, so yeah. I'm probably going to end up picking it up somehow. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I felt like even looking at that game and hearing what people had to say, like, that was the game that deserved to win. Uh, you know, fucked up stranding. Like, it, 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 it was hardly a game. <laughs> and, and, and I'll leave it at that. It was hardly a game. But Gears, uh, Gears was fun. Gears was a really fun experience, and I think that the that the fact that it means so much overall, like historically, like it being the first like really big AAA title on Game Pass and all that stuff, like really, really pulled yeah. me towards like really thinking about this game. It has a lot of real estate in my head. Yeah. Well, it's 2020 now. Yes. So there are going to be a lot of games coming out this year. Any game in particular that you're looking forward to? Ah, let's get it. The, the, the list, dog. Because there's um, good shit coming out. So I'm, I'm, I'm. 
I didn't play Tokyo Mirage when I when when it was out on the Wii U because fuck the Wii U. Even though I had one, I wasn't gonna spend sixty dollars on this dead console. So for the Switch, I might pick up Tokyo Mirage. I'm kind of a, you know in, in in the middle about it. I am very curious as to what those fifteen Switch SKUs are gonna be, because for me, like that could you know be make or break for everything. I feel like. Yeah, what what is it that you're gonna release and what is this direct? I feel direct coming. I think it's gonna it's gonna come through. Other than that, uh, I I'm definitely probably gonna pick up Animal Crossing. I feel like enough people I know are gonna pick it up so I can just dick around in that game. Um, and yeah, Last of Us Two is a game I'm looking forward to. Last of Us Two is gonna be great. I finally finished Last of Us One mm-hmm. in 2019. What the fuck is wrong with me, right? <laughs> But I finally finished it. Yo, it happens, bro. Right? It happens, man. <laughs> That's all I got to say, bro. What What is the game that you found <clears throat> yourself, right? Like, that this game came out so long ago, and you remember hearing so much about it, but, like, years later, you completed it, and you were like, oh, I guess they were justified. <laughs> uh, fucking... That took me forever to get around to, like, mm-hmm. finishing. Um, fucking, um... Dead Island Riptide. Yeah. Dead Island Riptide uh, took me forever to get around uh, around to. Uh, I would take breaks from it. Yeah. But it was because it was just boring. Mm-hmm. It was a boring game uh, in comparison to like the first one. Yeah. And one game that I took forever playing and just have not finished till this day. And I don't know if I'm ever going to go back and finish it. Uh, with, which was, it was a Child of Light. I, oh, I think it was, it was I, it's a beautiful game. Yeah. It's a stunning game, very unique. But I just haven't been able to go back to finish it. I kept leaving it on my my list, yeah. and I needed to make space for shit. And that was one of the games that I kept on just leaving on there until finally I was like, I gotta take this thing off. Wow, I'm that's so crazy. Because because I had the same experience with Child of Light. I mm-hmm. don't think I'm ever gonna purchase yeah. it or anything. Uh, but I played uh, uh, probably like the first like 30, 40 minutes of this, and I was like, "Yo, this is dope. This is cool. Like, this is beautiful." Never, never went back to it. Yeah, at all. Like, it's not happening. It's a beautiful fucking game. It is. Uh, that was I was a lot more encouraged. That was like a, an indie game, I believe, right? It's an indie title. <laughs> yeah. I was um much. I was definitely more about it or more about playing indie games after I played Bastion. When I played Bastion, then I was like, man, good shit can come out of these smaller studios, man. Because yes. Bastion was a great game. It told a good story, and it had original music and everything for the game. And played that uh, played that, and absolutely loved it, and I gave Child of Light a try, and I just haven't gone back since, man. How long is Bastion? Um, I don't remember how long no. the, the game is. Uh, I just remember I had a lot of good times with the fucking okay. game. I enjoyed playing it. That's that's one of those games that yeah, you know, like has been recommended to me to yeah. death. It's the- and it's it's like I, I I see it now. I believe it's on the eShop for the Switch, and I see it. And every time I'm looking for a game to like purchase or something. It's always there with like, uh, you know what? Yeah. People tell me Bastion's good. If but that's on the if that's on the Switch, it'd be a good game to play on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. That I feel like that's that game would fit in nice. Just being able to play that on a handheld. Okay. That'd be that'd be great. Um, what about you? What? Oh, uh, like yeah. a certain game? Yeah. Bastion's one of those games for me. Okay. Like Bastion, I never necess- I haven't gotten around to playing Bastion or anything. But I, I, I have heard so many people, like, still kind of, like, really be happy with what they got from Bastion that, like, I understand that if I play this game, like, now, that I'll probably have a good experience. Mm. You know, Last of Us was another one of those games that I actually made it to playing it where it kind of got to the point where it was, like, I would go around telling people that, like, yeah, I played so many games. Did you play Last of Us? No, I didn't. And they were, like, are you fucking crazy? Like I can, you have not played fucking Last of Us, and you own a PlayStation. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, but like, it it was one of those light bulb moments at the time where it was like when I fi- when I finally finished it, I was like, wow, yeah, like I could totally see why yeah. people like. <laughs> I didn't get that experience with Dead Island Riptide, where I was yeah. like, oh, I could see that. I was like, fucking thank God, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
thank God. It took me forever to fucking finish this goddamn game, and it's done. There was another game that I like forced myself through that I, that we talked about, and I just can't fucking remember what what it was. Uh, but um, what what uh, I do have an interesting question. What what game uh have you played in this, throughout your entire life? Do you wish that like somehow you could just trade it in and get those hours back <laughs> you know, uh, like, what game Kate, do you wish that you could just unplay where you got zero out of it fuck damn I, I don't know unplay cause I don't regret playing Riptide yeah just cause it was a sequel mm-hmm. to it yeah, I don't know, man. I'm stumped on that one. No, yeah. I am. I'm stumped. Well, my my uh, my choice. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, I can't even say that about Hannah Montana the game, though, because <laughs> I got a platinum trophy out of it, and it's all about the flex. I was thinking about the Terminator game. Yeah, but I was like, nah. I was doing that for yeah. a different reason back then, so I'm not gonna include that. Was it? Was that? Was that your 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 game that you regretted playing? No. Uh, I wouldn't even say that because it didn't take me that much time. I, I mean, it's even a hard question for me to be honest because, like, what can you really regret playing that hard? And I feel like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking back to it where I'm like, shit, why why didn't either like why did I fucking force myself to play this? Was it just because I was young and I couldn't fucking get another game or something? Yeah. You know? <laughs> was it because I was broke and yeah. I couldn't? Alright, you know what? Uh, I, the first Spider-Man movie game on the PS2. Uh, and I um, I did regret that. Yeah? Because I felt like... So, like, when the first Spider-Man movie came out, uh, like... I, they, they had video game tie-ins. The video game was on every fucking... Everywhere. Yeah. And at that point, like, I'm fucking, like, 12, 13 years old, and I'm here spending, like, you know, like, here's $50. This is probably going to be the only game that you're going to get for the next, like, six months to a year until your birthday or Christmas. So... I spent it on Spider-Man, and I remember slowly kind of just like, oh, I'm enjoying this, I'm enjoying this, I'm enjoying this. And then just saying... I think I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> what did uh, did you play uh, uh part two? I played part two. Yeah, yeah, I played I played part two, and we're talking like um, we're talking uh the movies, right? The, yes. The, uh-huh. Yeah. The part two was good for me. Part two was good. Uh, I I I enjoyed part two of that game. Uh, I I don't have any um any super memorable games that I regret playing. Um, I have game. I, I I try to be really careful about. I mean, you know, I'm really careful about what yeah. with what I spend like my money on, and I wait a lot of the times. Yes, I wait a while before I go and buy a game. Absolutely, see what's going on with the game, how the game is being treated, and all that stuff before I I, I dump any money anywhere. And uh, I guess I've done a good job of not like fucking like you know. Going through that experience, I suppose. Yeah. I guess I could I could say that. Uh, there are games I regret not finishing, though, like Child of Light. Mm-hmm. Not not finish getting to you know because then you take a break from it, then you don't go back, and then you just it stays like that. Yeah. So I think I I guess when it comes to time that I spent on games, yeah. the games I regret are games I wish I did finish. Okay. So that those are. Yeah. Right. Did, did you wait? So did you have a game that you regret not finishing? Yes. Yes. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Odyssey man, I regret not finishing that one too. Yes. Yeah. It's it, Lost Odyssey was, and I I felt like it was such a fucking interesting departure mm-hmm. from what JRPGs typically are, where it's just like you have this shonen hero, you have this fucking, and all these different little things. You have the love interest and. The, the stoic character, you know, like the fucking Sasuke or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, like, Lost Odyssey, I think what Lost Odyssey did best was that it made you feel like these people were adults. 
they they were damaged. They had their they they, they had their gripes. They weren't perfect characters. They were just trying to make it through to find the solution to their problem. Yeah. It was, you know? It was a beautiful game. Beautiful looking game. Beautiful and I thought game. that the marketing was amazing because that trailer set to like White Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, by, by I think Jeff, Jefferson Starship, I believe, is fucking like... No, it was Prince. <laughs> it was Prince's Purple Rain. Let's retcon it. It was, it was Purple Rain, though. <laughs> but, but yeah, that trailer is ingrained into my head as much as like the original Dead Island trailer or like the original Gears trailer with Mad World, right? Like there are certain trailers that you watch that you can ever really shake off and forget. Yeah. Like those two definitely. Like Gears, that, that, that Mad World trailer, if you were of an age to remember seeing those commercials, that that commercial did such a great job at hooking you in where it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, and and I felt like the same thing with Lost Odyssey, and that's what really hooked me in. Other other than the fact that it was like, it was the creator of Final Fantasy that was working on this as well, and and you had the original composer of Final Fantasy working on it and all this shit. But I I, I did I I do regret not finishing that game. And if that game were to come out on like fucking Game Pass or something like that, on all platforms. Yeah. Whereas like I'm playing Game Pass on PC. We don't always have the same platform, uh, the the same uh, choices. But if that game were to come out on PC, like I think I would, I would make the jump to yeah. to, to play it. Shoot, I, th- I think if I have, yeah, if I have, if I've got the fucking time and I need yeah. a fucking RPG game to play, I, that would be it. Absolutely. If, like, if that if that popped up, yeah, I'd, I'd 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 go back and play that man. It was a beautiful game. I love what they did with the combat system. It was like a ring combat system, or yes. something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it was like four discs or something like that. My brother, he went through more of that game than I did. I don't remember why I fucking jumped off that game. I jumped off at the last disc. I jumped off second disc. Yeah, bro. Yeah, my brother jumped off third disc. Yeah. <clears throat> something about it. I don't know what it was. And it, and you know when, it, when you're playing JRPGs, the, the, the fucking life and death, right? Uh, is is pretty much like, hey, if you t- if you spend too much time away from this game, mm-hmm. then you are going to lose interest because you're not necessarily going to know where you're at the next time you load up that save file. And that yes. happens with JRPGs yes. all the time. Yes. Where it's like, yo, I cannot find myself to care unless I'm actively dedicating this time. And if I stop, I stop. It's excruciatingly hard, bro. Yeah, it's so if hard. You, if you take a break, a pause from an RPG game, the chances of you getting back in get cut, like, in half, dude. Yeah. In half. Because, especially if you take an extended break from it, then you got to remember what you were doing, your quest, yada, yada, yada. And then back then, some games didn't do too good a job of, like, holding your hand when you needed it to be held, too. Yes. I found that to be the case with some games. And by the time you just took that break, man, that's it. It was a wrap. Once you hit, like, a week. Oh, yeah, you hit a week, man. That's it. It's, it's done. It's lost, yeah. Uh, and it doesn't mean necessarily that the game is bad. It's just maybe something else came out. Something else came out, or you got distracted with something. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case is, something happened that just pulled your attention, man. Yeah. Doesn't mean the game was bad. I don't think Lost Odyssey was a bad game yeah. at all. Most of the great JRPGs that we look at nowadays uh, have that issue, right? Like people hold Final Fantasy VII and all the Final Fantasy games to such high regard, but the reality is that if you're playing seven, eight, or nine and you stop playing at a certain point, they're not going to go out of their way to catch you up. They're just going to be like, well, I'm assuming that you restarted this the next day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a huge problem with that shit. Um, I did think of a game that I regretted playing, but I did not complete the game. Uh, but it wasn't necessarily that I regretted not finishing, like, you know, finishing it. Or anything like that. What I did regret was the time that I sank into it. And I was lucky that I pulled myself out of that rut. Blue Dragon was trash. Blue Dragon was fucking trash. Alright. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, 
I had a smaller amount of time playing it. You probably put how many? How much time do you think? Like sunk, twenty. Like twenty hours. I sunk in a smaller amount of time mm-hmm. into much smaller amount of time, but. Uh, I just found it to be a little too kiddish for me at the time. Yes. And I was just getting into, like, more serious games. Mm-hmm. And that's where it just, like, just struck out for me. I was like, nah, I'm not playing this thing. Agreed. I, I feel you on that. There, there was just something wrong with that game. There was something, there was a vibe that was there. that like, And I kept pushing myself because I was like, you like these type of games. This is what you like. And nothing. Like, I got zero out of it. Nothing. I can't remember any of the characters' names. I can't remember what the story was about. All I remember from Blue Dragon is that they had, like, these weird cartoony spirits that were, like, coming out of you when you fought and shit. And there was a Blue Dragon. Yeah, it was a fucking Blue Dragon. Wow. Yeah, man. So, when it comes to games, it's hard to kind of, like... There's a lot of good games out there. There's a lot of bad games. Yes. There's always an extreme that makes you remember one or the other. Yes. Either a game's really, you know, a game. Mm-hmm. If a game's really bad, there's something about that bad game that makes that shit stick in your mind. Yes. Whether it's just how bad it was or the amount of time that you had to put into that game that sticks with you. Absolutely. So, uh, for example, the, the the Terminator game that I played, it's a really bad game. It was a bad game, and I had to sink in some time into that game. And that's why it always sticks to my head. Mm-hmm. And then there are games that stick with you because they were really good and because of the time that you put into it. Yes. Uh, now, is there a game that you find that you enjoyed? Maybe not so... I mean, I guess the, I guess it's not... This ain't a good question, actually. Yeah. Because then the you're sinking in a certain amount of time to a game because it's good, typically. Yeah, or sometimes you force your way through it. Or sometimes it. you like, force your way through it. That's r- Yeah, that's right. So yeah. is there a game that you found that you enjoyed uh, and didn't care about the time that you had put into it, didn't mind what you were putting in it? It was so good that just nothing mattered really about the game. Oh, that I wasn't like constantly looking at like the time. The amount of time that you've been putting in or even the, even, um, the amount of money you've been putting into the game. In terms of like monetization or anything like that, Ooh. that you were just like, Ooh. this game's really good. I don't care how much time I'm spending on this game. I don't care how much money I'm throwing at this game. This oh, game's no. good. Yeah. What is that game for you? Um. So, that's a great question because I feel like it's it's separate, right? Like I feel like yeah, we went over what our top fives are, but what was that one game that like you definitely remember putting in that many hours? And just not giving a shit yeah. about, right? Because, like, shit, you could have a 20-hour experience as your top game. How many times did you replay it? How many times did you sink time into it? For me, uh, out of my top five, the game that is that is Persona 5. Mm. And it's very weird for me to say that it's such a yeah. modern game was that game for yeah. me. I, I asked this question because yeah. we're, we're talking about games that we ran, went over more yeah. recently, right? Mm-hmm. Within the year, but what's something that just over the years... Or no, no matter what amount of time, whether yes. you were a kid or not, that has just stuck with you through and through. Persona Five, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like Persona Five was one of those games that was just like, wow. Like I, I just, uh, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't believe that the game was that good, and I was a fan of the series. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, well, <laughs> it, it's what I, you know what I'm saying. So it's, 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 it's crazy to me that that game really. Uh, captured that yeah. because I think that if you were somebody that grew up playing these JRPGs, uh, this—if you are around my age range—and this sounds very gatekeeping—and mm-hmm. you remember mm-hmm. playing these Final Fantasy games and all this stuff, this is yours. This is what you've been waiting for. And I remember having this conversation uh, with a close friend of mine where he's like, "Fuck, man!" Like. I can't necessarily find anything that'll make me feel like a kid again or give me those reasons to like sit there in front of a console and put in so many hours that I'm forgetting to, that I'm losing sleep. Mm-hmm. Then Persona 5 hit for both me and this person and it was that same feeling again. I remember rushing out of work to go play more Persona 5 and I remember being devastated once it was finished. And let me tell you something. When it was finished, my time counter was at about 80 hours. 
And that's when you're left with such a feeling of like, shit, I need more. I want more of this. I wouldn't have mind had this gone, you know, 20 hours more or 30 or 40 hours more. Then that's a sign of, wow, this really like resonated within you. Like this, this is crazy. And so for me, it was definitely that game. Like I wish, I wish there was more of it at that time. Yeah. Can I do it now? Will it capture the same feelings? Like fucking, aka, am I gonna fucking get Persona Five Royal? No. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not doing it. But uh, fucking yeah, I mean, like that. That was that game. What about you? Uh, I mean, you, you know the answer to this. Uh, a lot of people know the answer to this. It's Fallout. Yeah. Fallout Three was that game for me. I got all its DLC and everything like that. I got the game uh, when I first got wind. This is how I first got wind of the series. I had yeah. got like a Game Informer or something mm-hmm. like that. And in the Game Informer, they were talking about new games that were going to be coming out. Fallout 3 was one of those games. And it was really the first time I sat down and just genuinely read the magazine yeah. versus like reading little snippets of games I mm-hmm. might be interested in. I read the entire section devoted to, to that. And I just fell in love with what I read and what I saw and everything. And as soon as I was able to get the game, as soon as I was able to scrounge up enough money to get the game, I bought it used. Yeah. And just, I rented it first, actually. That's yeah. how I played it the first time. I rented it, then I bought it used, and I fucking, I would, you ask my brother, man, I'd be up all fucking night just playing that thing. My bro. God. Man. Lost sleep over that game. And then eventually bought the Game of the Year edition, and I just, I, I, I enjoyed the game a lot. Um, I know some people prefer Vegas over this one, or whatever. Vegas is a good game, but Fallout 3 is it for me, man. Fallout, Fallout 3, yeah, man, that was another yeah. one of those games, man. That definitely was another one of those yeah. games. Where I know, I always go back to that, uh-huh. to that game, but that was, that was it. That's that game that fucking does it for me, man. That came out at, like, the right time, too. Mm. Like, I feel, like, as well, because I knew, like, so many fucking people that were just attached to this game. But that's, I, I feel like that shit, like, Fallout 3, and this is funny because we're talking about, like, that entire, like, with JRPGs, right, you lose that track, right? Fallout 3 was a game where it was just, like, if I could have been gone from it for, like, two weeks, I would still go back to it. And because it was so open, so loose, I could just be like, let's fuck shit up. Yeah, you could pick up and go in yeah. one direction and be on your fucking way. Yeah, that it, was one of those games. Yeah, it's, it's a really good fucking game, man. Um, <clears throat> there is a game that I always that I can always go back to. Yeah. Till this day, uh, that I played even when I was a kid. Uh, which is uh, Golden Sun. Mmm. Uh, so it was almost kind of a tie what I, in my answer, so I'm breaking the rule yeah. a little bit. Uh, but that's a game that I can always go back to. Golden Sun and then the sequel to it, I always forget, uh, something of time or something like yeah. that, or age, or something like that in there. Those games are games I can always go back to. Till this day, I, you know, I made, as soon as I was able to, I made great effort to get those, those games in best condition I possibly could. Yeah. Authentic versions of the game. Uh, just so that I'd have them in my collection. Would you rebuy on the Switch if it came or out like on if, there? If they were to play it on like a, the big on on the bigger screen, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. So if there was some way I could play it on a bigger screen and all that stuff, I think there is actually. Yeah. Uh, then I would g- gladly do it. Mm. All right. Now, now that that we've been, you know, now that we're off of the fucking, we've been on the nostalgia train. <laughs> you know, we've been riding that train. Um, how about now, right? Like, uh, is 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 COD the game that you're playing? What, what what are you looking forward to right now? Uh, not necessarily in the in like the far future, but as of right now, what excites you? What are what are you playing right now? Uh, well, just uh, COD, uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two. Just uh, it's a nice game to play. Uh, when you when I just wanna you know yes take the ease off mm-hmm. you know so I'll, I'll go back and forth between the two uh i did like minecraft a lot uh when it first uh came out and oh, this yeah. just kind of blends the two a little bit and has a, 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 a tiny rpg element to it so i was just like all right this is cool i'm having fun with this 
holds your hand too much, though. Mm-hmm. Your character's coming up to you all the time, like, well, we gotta do the thing with the blah, 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 blah. It's like, just stop. Just, I was so desperate for them to stop holding my hand when I, for, like, started playing the game. I'm like, I wish it was, like, a, a setting, like, I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get the game's f- for kids and whatnot, but, like, you know, adults play video games, too, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, don't hold my hand feature. Yeah, I need to put that in video games. Yes, 100%. Oh, what about you? Um, so picked up two games. Actually, three games. One right. of them is going to be controversial. One of them is expected. The other one's going to be like, wow, why'd you pick that up? Come along on this ride with me. And, <laughs> and hopefully I can either backpedal a little bit you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get something out of it. First game uh, that I got, uh, and fuck, talked a lot you of don't shit. Want, yeah, you don't want to fucking game. Come, yeah, come out with it. Ah, <laughs> talked a lot of shit about this game. What's the name of the game? <laughs> Just say the name. Star Bleep. Wars Battlefront 2. I play Star Bleep. Wars Battlefront 2. That's my attempt to censor. We're 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 gonna edit it out. We're no, gonna, it was Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront Two. Star Wars Battlefront Two. Okay. So the only reason that I'm actually playing this, I didn't pay for it. Okay. Uh, not trying to justify. That's the, that's, that's the best way to play it. <laughs> I, 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 uh, we ended up. Uh, I, I'm game sharing with okay. one of my friends on on a uh, on a uh, PlayStation, and everybody's like, this game has gotten a recent like fucking you know just extra little boost because it's cheap now it's like 12 bucks yeah and they're like well at this point this is the game that should have been out at launch now this is not me saying that i forgive it for any of the things that it did it crashed because it crashed like they they did they did all the wrong moves but right now this is this is a fun game to play like if if you could pick it up for 10 or 12 dollars it's definitely worth those 10 or 12 dollars because now this feels like a much complete game and there's so many different game modes that you could do and they're all pretty pretty actually like fun in a sense uh it's not a bad game not a bad game at all it got completely updated there's so many changes to aesthetics and things like that and the characters that you could play as and the way that these things are structured uh it feels like the right game for like 12 dollars yeah it, it, it's not bad especially if you like those kind of multiplayer games like you know fucking like team deathmatch and all this shit that has it perfectly and like you have the added benefit of like oh well like fuck I did well enough that I could play as like Mace Windu and now I'm fucking shit up which uh, that's one of the things that I kind of liked about it was that like when you pick those legend characters in that game in a match you are you are a god like you you it treats they could still kill you with a very you you need to face that with a certain amount of tact to take down like let's say you're a group of droids and some some guy on the other team turned into Anakin Skywalker yeah what are you going to do you're going to run <laughs> so uh, you guys have to all decide hey we're all going to stand around six of us and we're just going to shoot at Anakin and it can has all these force powers. What are we gonna? So it's it's a nice balance where it kind of makes you work together at yeah. certain points. Uh, I play that like on and off. Second game, Resident Evil Two. Uh, I I kept telling you this where yo once it hits like twenty dollars, I'm in that bitch. Guess what? Hit twenty dollars, downloaded it. It's good. <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I, I'm still kind of like you know shaky with it right. like I don't think it's a bad game at all I think it's definitely a good game yeah. but I don't get how people said this is worth game of the year contention yeah what did you like, what, did, what did you get it for though uh, I got it for the PS4 for the PS4 yeah I, I gotta see if it's on sale or something I gotta pick it up okay. yeah, definitely it's not a bad game at all mm-hmm. if, if you enjoy Resident Evil this is definitely the way the, the series should kind of move forward from yeah. now on like I think so at least, but I do not understand uh, what was it about this game, at least yet, that made people say like, "All right, this should be 
in the same category as something like Sekiro. In the same category as something that's like Death Stranding. Yeah. In the same category. I just don't understand how this full remake made it, but it is what it is. Okay. I'm not taking anything away from it. Yeah. Maybe I need to move forward a little bit more and take something out of it. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trucking through that and that's okay. I'm kind of like almost done with Claire's campaign and it's a little on the short side. It's Resident Evil 2. <laughs> like, there's really, uh, added some added scenarios. The characters look way better. The, in, the environments look way better. Uh, it, it is an interesting game to play because there's that kind of clash of like older game styles or older game mechanics now meaning these beautiful ways of just like presenting it on screen so you're kind of left in the middle where it's just like wait wait a fucking minute i need fuck is up with this puzzle this is archaic but it makes sense and it's whatever it's great for nostalgia third game far cry 5 and now far cry 5 uh another game talked a lot of shit about Right, Far Cry Primal was garbage. Far Cry Five, uh, you know, at least from the trailers, looked a little bit interesting, but it still had that Far Cry thing, you know, to it. That Far Cry stench. Far Cry Five is a good game. <laughs> okay. Far Cry Five is a good game. Uh, the story I felt like is is way better in this game than it was in three and four, and I really like three. Uh, the things that they added in here, uh, it, it is a much harder game. You have to be, you know kind of just you you just have to be a little bit better and you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to learn what to pick up and the way that they kind of made it is uh is just very interesting and i see some kind of maturity from the from the series at this so point so they switched it up on you they, 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 fucking switched, it they switched it up on you. they switched it up uh one last thing that i do want to mention about far cry 5 that is super interesting um is that uh, they have Far Cry Arcade on there. And that is such a great mode if you just want to like walk around and fuck shit up. Because it's everybody creating these outposts that you have to capture, but pe there's a map editor in the game that you could just edit these things. So it's kind of like Super Mario Maker uh, for Far Cry. Okay. Which is a feature that not a lot of people talked about. But it's super cool because you get to just play all of, like, tons of people's creations just back to back to back. And you get to just, you know, you, you don't want to deal with the story. You don't want to deal with all this other shit. You can do that. Well, here's this fucking outpost yeah. that has zombies in it and just looks like it got torn up. Now you got to make it through this. It's literally a 15 to 20 to 30 minute thing that doesn't necessarily, that, you know, is, is used wisely to kind of break apart. You know, your time with the main game. Yeah. That's not a bad thing to throw in there, man. Yeah. It's, that's that's a completely different mode to the game that someone could just... You could just spend time playing that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That yeah. is dope. I did not know it had that in there. Bro, I didn't know either. It yeah. caught me by surprise. And even when I started the game, I'm like about five or six hours in. The only time I figured it out was like, let me see this, arc, this Far Cry arcade thing. They keep telling me that they updated more maps and things like that. But yeah, it is a blast because you just turn your turn your brain off, sit there, shoot a couple things, yeah, you know, capture this. <laughs> Go in there and turn your brain off, bro. Yeah. Just uh, just pew pew, pew pew things, pew pew. Um, ah man, that yeah. was quick. I was trying to make it through that really quick, uh, just so that the shame wouldn't kind of like yeah. <laughs> No shame, no shame. Uh, uh, you know, you do. You bring a good point though, in bringing up uh, when you what you said with the uh, with Battlefront. Uh, yeah, it should have been the game that. Yeah. That should have been the game uh, when it came out. Um, and unfortunately, they shot themselves in the foot. Whatever. I gotta get back on Battlefield. I have not played that in a long time. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to like uh, cover or anything? Uh, I mean. I do want to, uh, I guess it's the new year, right? <laughs> it's the new year. We're in a new decade. 2020. Uh, so we could kind of talk about certain things that we're going to, you know, try to do. Like we're, you know, we're, we're going to attempt to come out with like video content and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we're starting at a certain point. We're probably going to start recording these, uh, like fucking video recording these. Uh, as well, I'm throwing them up on YouTube, and we're gonna start 
at some point making like you know side content hopefully sometime this year right like i uh, yeah well, yeah yeah we can we can make something happen this year man um yeah today was it was definitely like an unplanned um day yeah uh, uh for us we were we were we were doing some things and picking mm-hmm. up some equipment uh uh for the podcast because we do want to start doing video soon uh and bringing you guys more content and stuff and uh yeah yeah you know th- thank you for everyone that is uh watch- th- that is listening and thank you to everyone who will be watching word uh, this for you y'all <laughs> <laughs> um but we uh, what are we looking forward to uh, uh, game-wise this year? Mm. Just, uh, uh, I know we're both on Animal Crossing. Yeah. Gotta be on Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk is definitely gonna yeah. be a big thing. I kinda, I'm okay with how hush-hush it's been lately. Like, how on the low it's just been Yeah. lately with Cyberpunk. It's not like, it's getting closer, you guys. Mm. It's not like Kojima, like, yeah. yeah. You guys, I'm doing a tour. Around the world. Death Stranding Tour. Death Stranding Cup. Death Stranding Wallet. Death, Death Stranding, Stranding Towel. Death, Death Stranding Soap. <laughs> Death Stranding the Game. <laughs> Death Stranding the Mini Game. No, they've been pretty like... I like, I, I like that they've just kind of like... Alright, it's coming out soon, right? <laughs> it's coming out soon, folks. You know, and they just kind of just been like, all right. Yeah, just chill about it. Just chill. And and, and that's cool. I think it's the right thing to fucking do. That's a game that we're going to heavily cover. Mm -hmm. And we're going to heavily talk about, like, for those few weeks. Because I think we're both going to start it off at, like, the same point and everything. And hopefully by that time, we could probably get in, you know, maybe some live streaming or something like that. Uh, of us playing at that point maybe it's a possibility i'm not promising anything <laughs> but maybe we'll you know we'll, we we could get something going um as uh, in that front as well you know at that point uh yeah folks yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's been a long day. It feels like it's yeah. been a long day. Yeah, it's been a very long yeah, day. Yeah, I can probably hear it from yeah. us. It has been a long day. Uh, but thank you guys for sticking with us. And, um, yeah, I mean, we are the Broken Perk Podcast. Um, you can catch us every Wednesday night. Um, fucking, like, from 5 to 12. <laughs> Depending on, on when we upload. You know, should the stars align <laughs> and the moons collide. Yes, you will catch us on time. But World War Three. World War Three is gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think this is gonna happen if we get drafted. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. We're gonna fucking hide out and continue to do this podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, if you like the music that we play, check out our boy at Revan Fett on all social media platforms. Um, he has a lot of make, he has a lot of great music. He has a crazy backlog there. Check him out now. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, thank you for all the listeners. And again, I do apologize if we seem any drab or anything like that. I hope we're not we nah, don't seem drab so. or anything like that. It's been a long day. If it, it feels like it's been a super long day, uh, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, and. Eat my pee-pee. Whoa. Um, just a general reminder. This is my final thought. Please Google Catbane Goofy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let me know what you think about that image. Let me know what you guys uh, yeah. feel about that. It's a, <laughs> it, it's a cursed image. It is a very cursed image. I don't know why it exists. <laughs> Who is this person? If somebody can find me the person that made this. Yeah. Bro, we'll have him on. You know, we'll what, fucking we'll, Skype him through. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a whole episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you need to fucking mail us. Yeah. You... Cadbane Goofy. Okay. Please, it'll be our most prized fucking possession. Hell's yeah! When we start recording, when we start doing video, it, you will see it, buddy. Yes. <laughs> we'll have that sucker in the background. Okay. <laughs> we'll even get Cadbane Goofy his own mic. 
And he'll be able to you know, He'll be a character. He'll be a character. Yuck. Who gaps his mouth, dude? All right, guys. Later.